Hey, this is Dan from the Braille House with Transformation Radio. Let's go. 
Hey guys, it's Becca. I just want to let you know, I just watched uh, three two-minute videos that got turned in. One from Vincent and a couple from Zach <laughs> Reeser and Chris Myers. And man, I'm so excited. I love seeing them come in. I love seeing you guys' hearts. I'm so pumped to see what God's going to do through these two-minute videos, and I really love being in it with you guys. Um, so I'm going to make mine here, uh, hopefully tonight, and then I've got some of the staff making theirs. Hopefully some of the board of directors will make some too, um, family, volunteers. So make yours. Uh, if you get a second, talk to your um, your pastors or your coordinators, let's get them in and then invite other people around you to make them too. If you get to call your family or um, talk to your coaches on Thursday, phase three and four guys, um, let's get as many of these as we can and really get God glorified. Um, I'm so excited to see them come in. They'll start playing on April 1st, so I want to get as many as I can before then. So thanks guys. Just wanted to remind you and praise God with you. I hope you're having an awesome morning and I'll see y'all soon. Letting go of every single dream I lay each one down at your feet Every moment of my wandering Never changes what you see I've tried to win this war, I confess My hands are weary
March 21st. Our Bible reading today in the New Testament will come from the book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 31, and we'll go through chapter 5, verse 11. Here in the book of Luke, chapter 4, beginning at verse 31, we'll read about the healer. You know, Jesus fulfilled his commission by bringing healing and deliverance to the poor and needy by the authority of his word. Had he not overcome the devil privately, well, Jesus could not have defeated him publicly. Same is true in our lives. While the preaching of the word was his major ministry, Jesus had compassion on the sick and he healed them. We may not have the power to heal, but he does. And we can comfort and assist those who are needy. And we can do it all in Jesus' name. You know, Jesus responds to submission. It's not enough to believe in God. People say, oh yes, I believe in the Lord. Well, that's not really the question. The question is, who is Jesus Christ to you? Is he your Lord? Do you bow to him? Do you submit your will, the totality of your life, to the Lordship of Christ? That's the real question. Now, if you had fished all night and caught nothing, would you be getting ready to go fishing again, go out there and try it again? Well, one reason Jesus called several fishermen to be his disciples was that they never quit. Peter may have thought he knew more about fishing than Jesus did, but he did what Jesus commanded, and the Lord honored his obedient faith. See, no failure is final, if you come to the Lord for a new start. And now let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. March 21st, Luke chapter 4, verse 31, through chapter 5, verse 11. Then Jesus went to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and taught there in the synagogue every Sabbath day. There, too, the people were amazed at the things he said, because he spoke with authority. Once, when he was in the synagogue, a man possessed by a demon began shouting at Jesus, "'Go away! Why are you bothering us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One sent from God!' Jesus cut him short. "'Be silent,' he told the demon. "'Come out of the man!' The demon threw the man to the floor as the crowd watched. Then it left him without hurting him further." Amazed, the people exclaimed, What authority and power this man's words possess! Even evil spirits obey him and flee at his command. The story of what he had done spread like wildfire throughout the whole region. After leaving the synagogue that day, Jesus went to Simon's home, where he found Simon's mother-in-law very sick with a high fever. Please heal her, everyone begged. Standing at her bedside, he spoke to the fever, rebuking it, and immediately her temperature returned to normal. She got up at once and prepared a meal for them. As the sun went down that evening, people throughout the village brought sick family members to Jesus. No matter what their diseases were, the touch of his hand healed every one. Some were possessed by demons, and the demons came out at his command, shouting, "'You are the Son of God!' But because they knew he was the Messiah, he stopped them and told them to be silent. Early the next morning, Jesus went out into the wilderness. The crowds searched everywhere for him. And when they finally found him, 
They begged him not to leave them. But he replied, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God in other places too, because that is why I was sent. So he continued to travel around, preaching in synagogues throughout Judea. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat on the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it is deeper, and let down your nets, and you will catch many fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, we'll try again. And this time their nets were so full they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh, Lord, please leave me. I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. For he was awestruck by the size of their catch, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus.
Psalm 64, verses 1 through 10. We'll read about David's fear of the enemy here in this psalm today. You know, the king asked to be preserved not from the enemy, but from the fear of the enemy. Fear and faith cannot live in the same heart. If the enemy can make you afraid, well, he has almost won the battle. You see, a calm heart makes a confident soldier. We'll read about the enemy's fear of nothing. They do not fear, says in verse 4. Uh, their words are like swords and arrows, David wrote. And they said hidden traps. It looks like David is defeated. But then read on, the fear of the Lord, but God, two of my favorite words in Scripture, but God. He's the turning point in the story. He's always the turning point in our story as well. Because when the enemy least expects it, God shoots at them. And guess what? God hits his target every time. God is the perfect archer. And they fall into their own traps. All men shall fear, and the righteous be glad. Psalm chapter 64, verses 1 through 10. For the choir director, a psalm of David. O God, listen to my complaint. Do not let my enemies' threats overwhelm me. Protect me from the plots of the wicked, from the scheming of those who do evil. Sharp tongues are the swords they wield, bitter words are the arrows they aim. They shoot from ambush at the innocent, attacking suddenly and fearlessly. They encourage each other to do evil and plan how to set their traps. Who will ever notice, they ask. As they plot their crimes, they say, We have devised the perfect plan. Yes, the human heart and mind are cunning, but God himself will shoot them down. Suddenly his arrows will pierce them. Their own words will be turned against them, destroying them. All who see it happening will shake their heads in scorn. Then everyone will stand in awe, proclaiming the mighty acts of God, realizing all the amazing things he does. The godly will rejoice in the Lord, and find shelter in Him. And those who do what is right will praise Him. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 22. A woman who is beautiful but lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. Hey, what's going on? This is your brother Seth. Coming from Veritas, phasing up from phase two to phase three. I just want you all to know that I love you and the Lord loves you. And you guys are doing a great job. All the pastors and coordinators, keep it up. And just uh, just keep on keeping on. Just want you guys to know we got to show Jesus we love him. So we're going to give our shout out to Jesus. So, Refuge Brothers, this song is for you. Old things have passed away. Your love has stayed the same Your constant grace remains the cornerstone Things that we thought were dead Are breathing in life 
for Transformation Radio from the Braille House. Everybody have a blessed day.